Hi, hey, how <laughs> you doing out there? It's a beautiful sunny day here in London today. My name is Noah Michael Smith and you're listening to the Lofu Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where in the world you are, hope you're having a great day. Now, I'm sorry I didn't bring you this podcast on Friday because we had so much going on, or I had so much going on. We had Super Sunday last weekend and it's the best Super Sunday we've had so people are saying they're talking about talk of the town we brought it to west london for the very first time in a small club called Rocco, and the girls were saying and the boys were saying it was like old school super sunday back in the days when we had it in kingston and so what super sunday is it's an event that we have that i have annually where all the different all my different classes from east west north and south london get together and i i showcase my newest choreography for the up and coming quarter and it was a great day I got to say everyone was having a grand time and it serves me well to actually not have done the podcast on Friday because the subject that's at hand here is rented hall or health club and that plays into what I've just said about putting my classes together and seeing the different types of people in the same room and matching up move for move it was intriguing and I have a lot to say but let's get down to the task at hand we're going to be talking about as I said today the subject is rented hall or health club and I'm going to be putting those two against one another now there's so much to say in this subject I'm going to be bringing this to you over three podcasts today i'm going to be concentrating on the health club tomorrow i'm going to be working talking to you about yeah wednesday i'm bringing your podcast on wednesday so tomorrow i'm going to be talking to you about the rented halls and i will summarize on friday do my summarizing on friday yeah free podcast today and that would bring us up to where we left off because we didn't do one on tuesday are you ready you ready for action (laughs) Let's get straight down to this. All right, so taking into consideration that a, a person that works in a studio is a teacher that has got their qualifications and all that. And that's the thing. You, When you work in a studio, you need to have your qualifications in abundance because there's stringent checks on that. And the qualifications they do require you to have, the minimum requirement is level two exercise to music certification. I've got a few things that I have that I give to the studio managers when I go to my classes. I've got martial arts qualifications and various fitness qualifications, but the minimum requirement, as I said, is the one I just told you about. Instructors are also self-employed when they go to work in studios because you have to submit your tax, your your national insurance number and all that stuff, all the bits and pieces that any employer would need just to make sure that you are a resident citizen of the UK and that you've got all the legal rights to work in this country. So you need that on hand. And the next thing is you are invoiced. You invoice the students, sorry, you invoice the centre as you work out. So you're invoicing in a week in arrears. So the first class that you do or the first month that you do, in effect, you're not being paid for that. But if you do leave the club, you will be paid because it's a week in arrears, right? We all understand that one. The instructor needs to report to the coordinator. The coordinator, in fact, is the line manager. That's the person who looks after your class to say whether you're doing good, bad or indifferent. 
and often enough they come in and check your class to see if you're teaching the right thing or not. Just recently one of my teachers had one of the studio coordinators come in and had a, had a word with her about her the beginning of her class because she was doing stretching in it. Yeah, we have stretching, static stretching at the beginning of our class, but it's there for a purpose. Our class is unique. Lofi Fitness is a unique workout and not many people understand it. Only when I break down the nitty gritty of why we do the static stretch that they do understand that, but that's for another time. Restricting the numbers of the class is another big thing. A lot of the halls can, in the centres, can hold more than the acquired people that they give, but they want to have a lot of space, and that's the thing. That's one of the major things I found when I was doing Super Sunday this week. It was full, the hall was packed, and the students, and I, I would also put this in the third podcast that we're going to do, the students that were used to it were okay, the students that weren't, weren't okay, and I will elaborate on that on Friday. But that is a that is a thing. On the cent in the centres in the health clubs, there is so much room between each person that the people aren't used to having been in all hemmed in like sardines. So whereby I had that all in abundance when I started working at a place called Dance Static. There is another thing: turning up late and early to the class in the centres. You get people just turning up when they want. I had to put a major stop to this, and the talk I gave them about that was I told them to compare your class. If you've got kids, because I have a lot of mature women and gentlemen at my class, and, and many of them have kids, both grown up and young. And I say to them, you, your children have no doubt done ballet, martial arts, gymnastics, scouts, one of those things. You want your child to turn up late when they turn up late at the class, is a session, is that okay with you? And they all see reason after that. And I said, well, don't have that disrespect for me. When you come to my class, I need you to turn up on time, get there before, ask me any questions you need to ask, and the doors are locked and no one leaves until the class is finished, unless the person's injured. People of people do leave early occasionally, but now they tell me in advance and they're scared to come into my class halfway through, which is what they used to do before when I started doing many more classes at private health clubs. Chopping and changing classes. There's loyalty is not the best in those classes. If they want to do another, they find a, a body pump class or a Pilates class or a boxing class and they find they want to do that, they just jump straight ahead and do that. I'm a bit selfish. I like people to be loyal to me and love my class and my class only and no other. <laughs> my tongue's a little bit in my cheek, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm doing. You know what I'm talking about. There are centres that have more than one studio. They may have two or three studios in one venue, and so classes are going on at the same time. You mostly find a lot of centres do have at least two studios now because they have an energised room, a room where they do all the big, powerful classes that you need an air conditioning going on in there, and they have a room where they call it the well-being, the mindfulness room, where it's not aircon, it's actually quite warm because they're not doing a lot of movement around for the body to generate that heat. So the room needs to be warm on that. So they generally have two rooms. So you tend to find that students would chop and change within the day, within the hour, within the minute. They go into my class or a class and they don't like it. <laughs> this class ain't for me. Let's try the Pilates class going on down the road. And the thing going on down the way there. And the thing is, the teachers allow them to do this. Astonishing. 
astonishing. You know, when I told you about those high numbers, the studio coordinator, as well as not having a class full because it, it's health and safety, they also keep the class, they want the class to be full. Well, let me rephrase because it sounds like a contradictory in itself. Right. When they say the class is full, there's still plenty of room to go around. So that I, in my opinion, the class can, the room could hold 50 people. But they would only have 30, 35 people in a hall, as I said, due to health and safety. But you need to reach that target. At least, if it's a 35 target, you must at least reach 28, 30 every single time. And even then, they'll scrutinise. And if you don't reach those targets constantly, they'll just chop your class. So it's kind of under threat. I know that it's not so bad in the places I work at and my numbers are relatively good anyway, but I know a lot of centres where where it's quite threatening, where people have actually gone online, teachers have actually gone online and said, please, please come and do my class, because if you don't, it's going to be chopped, and I'm going to lose my livelihood, and I can't feed my children, and (laughs) and so on, and they just plead and plead and plead. But this is how it is in the corporate it's cutthroats so your your class is in someone else's hands your class is in the studio coordinator's hands and you just keep that class full and you're fine and even then I don't think you're fine because if they want to chop and change the timetable they'll do that at will if they find that some other class would suit that time better it doesn't matter whether the class is full popular or not they'll stop the class from going on at that time, messing around with you, your time and your life, in fact. I know when I said that they can't have too many people in a class because of health and safety, and health and safety is another thing. They're, they're more stringent. The health and safety rules have got to be because they're massive corporates and they could be sued. And people want to sue big companies. Apple's a massive company and they're being sued all the time because people just see money and they want to get some of that money and they think it's an easy target to go down that line. Another thing about the health clubs, and this I like all this stuff, and some teachers may it may appeal, it actually appeals to a lot of teachers. You're going to have mirrors, and that's a guarantee in a centre. You are going to have mirrors. And mirrors, I love working with a mirror because I often say to my students, the mirror is your second teacher. I'm the first, the mirror is your second. So always check your, pos- your position and your posture and your, where you are in in relation to the teacher, other people, and the room. Music system. This is a bit of a hit or miss for me because I like my bass to be pumping and up to this day, I don't think they put in good systems in those centres. They're adequate, they're a bit tinny-tinny, but I like, I play drum and bass and deep house and I want my bass to be kicking, you know, like the boat, like the... um, the um, the Beats headphones, they say Beats headphones are bassy. Well, made by Dr. Dre, cast a bassy. Another thing, a microphone. This is a thing I don't use where I've got my own and I have a little device which I plug my microphone into and also, funny enough, that device alters my tone controls, my high, my high levels and my low levels. So you treble and your bass. As I said to you a minute ago, I bring my own little device that makes that system sound a little better because you know the devices the amplifiers that they have there don't have 
a bass treble or any kind of EQ on it, it just has a volume knob. So how the music comes out of your iPod is exactly how you're going to hear it over the system. Well, not exactly, but some kind of replication of that sound. Exercise mats. That's another thing you're going to need when you're working out. If you do any groundwork, exercise mats are crucial. You don't want to put your, your back or your stomach or your knees and some grubby grindy floor and that's another thing studios are generally always clean because they have a cleaner going behind coming in every five minutes cleaning the windows the floor and mopping the floor and vacuuming the floor and doing what they need to do to make the place nice and clean and towels as well you'll get towels in a leisure center in a health club to wipe yourself down, keep yourself nice and smooth, take it to have your shower and what have you. And you've got your showers there also. So you could clean up, freshen up, have a nice warm shower. The showers are usually got saunas and jacuzzi and swimming pool going on there. So you've got a whole repertoire of things you can do when you go into a health club as well as going to do the class. Meeting other people is a great thing as well because you've got so many different people there. And you have the receptionists, which are always nice. All the centres I've been to, the receptionists have always been beautiful, wonderful people. <laughs> May I say I've been a bad boy and dated a few myself, but that's another story for another time. In fact, that's a story that I'm never going to tell. And then you've got the um, the gym guys, the guys that work in the gym. They're always good fun. I like having a little banter with those guys. They're always ladies, men and women themselves. I love the women's bodies. They're always looking lean and great. And it's just nice to look at. You know, a bit of eye candy don't go amiss. So you've got all that there. Now, the class is not promoted in in health clubs they don't promote your class what you do is go on a timetable and you're in amongst all the other classes so you're just a name and number but they don't specifically put a poster up for your class or any other class it's just a case of going onto the website that they've got or the email that they've got looking at what you like and the classes have all got generic names which actually hurts my class in fact because my class is called Lofu Fitness and it's a descriptive name and you know it when you see it you know it when you go online and the name says what it does on the tin Lofu Fitness martial arts martial arts fitness that's what it's about but when people see this kickboxing fitness is this um, taekwondo fitness this whatever names they call it it's just misleading and people come to the class particularly men with a whole lot of testosterone flying around do it trying wanting to do something different than what the class actually is and finally finally as far as a teacher is concerned there's no financial outlet when you want to teach in a class you just rock up with your body and teach the class well you've got to have your music if music is part of it yeah you just rock up and teach your class and for members you pay a monthly fee or students you just you pay a monthly fee or sometimes it could be annual but let's at the cheapest you're going to start from a 18 pounds that's the rock bottom bottom of the food chain and then right at the top that's a month i should say and right at the top you can go right up to 500 pounds a month depending on what the kind of club what kind of place the club is and for 500 pound a month that's going to be real high end you pull up at that club you're going to see lamborghinis porsche and all the kind of big names out there and i put the big teslas in that as well can't get you know i've got to mention my electric brothers in there so that's the that's all I've got to say to you today. That that's what I'm my classes my my podcast is all about, giving you the ins and outs, 
what the benefits are when you go to do a group exercise class at a health club. And tomorrow is gonna be the same name, Rented Hall or Health Club, part two. And we're gonna be concentrating on Rented Hall. I'm gonna be a little bit biased on that, I've gotta say, because my background in and where I started was in the Rented Hall. And I have an immense love for that. So tune in tomorrow, Wednesday, to get all that going on. See you, Bo!